Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Shit! Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Wednesday edition of the post-game podcast. Jerry and Al with you for another 15 minutes or so. Hope you enjoyed the last four hours with Boomer and Carton. Um, Mets with a big win last night. A strange game, as we kind of detailed all morning, Al. But uh, a lot to like in that game for the Mets. They beat the Phillies 6-5. But, you know, how about when Matt Harvey hits Chase Utley right after Den Worthen comes out to talk to him? And you kind of knew it was coming. It was weird because when he went out to the mound, you're sitting there thinking, and I think Keith and Ron and Gary, they were even talking about, like, you know, are they going to walk him? And they were like, well, yeah, you have to walk him with the way he's pitched against uh, Ryan Howard and all that. And you're thinking, wow, Matt Harvey intentionally walking somebody. I don't think he's got it in his DNA. So first pitch, plunk, right in the square of the bat. And I give Utley a lot of credit as a veteran. Eh, toss the bat, go to first base. Yeah, I don't understand that. I know that's one of those uh, baseball's unwritten rules you expect to get plunked. and then. But why does he have to sit there and take it? I mean, he took it. He didn't even look at Matt Harvey. It was kind of embarrassing. Oh, well, first of all, I think no matter who you are or where you are and what game you're playing in, if you are having the success against a pitcher like he has had in the past and then last night started to have, he had the home run early, and then he had the base hit, you know what? I, I probably think it's coming anyway. Just because I'm annoyed right. as a pitcher. But when you get hit, you know you're not. none of well, these things ever end up in fistfights. So you look like a puss just turning your head. If you at least look at it and make it like you want to fight, even though you're not going to fight Matt Harvey, at least you look more like a... Yeah, I like guess. A, uh, that doesn't even look like a team leader. The guy I look took at it, it in the back like, and just took it. I looked it. at it like a veteran who knew, who knew the deal. Just like, whatever, let's move on. Didn't look like an idiot kid. Because what? You just said it. Nothing happens. All they do is waste right, our time. Right, but wouldn't you feel, as a, if you were a Phillies fan, wouldn't you feel more like, hey, at least he went after Matt Harvey? He just he, he didn't even make eye contact. Now, I do guess. You, now, do you think Chase Utley goes to that pitcher and says, hey, jackass, because you hit two dudes in the hand, you got me beamed yeah, in the I back? If you're David Buchanan and you hit guy, not only did he hit Flores and did he hit uh, Kadire, hit him early and had been in the same inning right. and came up and in on them. Yeah, I blame him more than I blame Matt Harvey. Absolutely. Right. Like, do you think Chase Utley goes to I that guy? I think there's a chance he did that. And goes, hey, douche, see this these, uh, this imprint on my back uh, of baseball laces? Look at this welt yeah. you're responsible for. Yeah, I think that's possible. Of yeah. course, absolutely. Are there any other unwritten rules you don't like in baseball? Um, I'm not aware of a lot of them. All right, well, I'll give you one. Here's yeah, one. give me one. All right, no hitter, ninth inning, guy bunts. 
I see. I have no problem with that. I don't either. You button for a base hit. Button for a base now, hit. What if it's eight nothing? Guy it's, buns for a base hit. I'm still fine with it. You're trying see, to you're trying to break the pitcher's mojo. I think you get a hit. I think that's douchey. No. One, I think if you're within two runs, even three runs, do whatever the hell you have to do to get on base and get a rally going. You're down eight runs. Swing the damn bat. That is a perfect one, though. That's Jerry. garbage. That's a perfect one. I know. I'm for that. And then he's getting plunked the next time I see him. Now, do you think the Mets, uh, the Matt Harvey Phillies thing carries over the next time they play each other? I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. Because uh, let's put it this way: you're the Phillies, right? Let's say, let's say you're David Buchanan. Let's see, it lines up the same way again. You're David Buchanan. David Buchanan. You got Matt Harvey on a Saturday afternoon at Citizens Bank Ballpark. If you hit somebody on the Mets early, you know Harvey's coming right back, right, and going after your guys again. Or do you wait for Harvey to make the first move? Uh, I don't think Harvey would do that. I don't either. I, I think, think he'd, he'd, throw high and, he'd throw high and tight. And by the way, you mentioned that Harvey did go high and tight a couple of times yes. yesterday before he hit Utley. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, he was Mr. Right Around the Plate the whole night. He hit uh, Galvis, he actually hit. And I think before Galvis, he also got him off the bat as a foul ball. Right. So he was, you know, he was up and in himself. Yeah. You got to love the kid. You're, I'm not a Met fan, but he is fun to watch. Uh, what is? Do you have any other unwritten baseball rules? I Off like that one. Off the top of my head, no. But those would that's be... That's a great one, though. I would definitely be a douche and bunt I think the in no that hitter. situation. I think that's the best one, honestly. Uh, Jerry, Billy Joel is 65 years old, and he's uh, he's got... I guess he's married to a 34-year-old woman, which is a nice job by him. This is what I picture my life being at some point when I'm 65. Yes. I like to be dating a 34-year-old. Um, but he's having a kid. I brought this up with Tony in sort of the, I guess I do a pregame and a postgame show. There you I go. didn't realize in that? the uh, In the two-minute Tony Page pregame show that uh, I love the idea of having a child old, like when I'm 60, in my 60s, and that's the way I'm going because then if my kid ends up being a screwball, I don't really have to worry about it. All right, let me play devil's advocate with you. You end up having one of the best kids you've ever seen in your life. Mm. Like now, so he's good how? He's, he's good awesome. at sports. He's just awesome. He's a good kid, never gives you trouble. You do everything with him. Yeah. And then you're too old to hang with him. Mm. How's that going to go? That's probably not going to go good. And then what if my being too old makes him a bad kid because I can't be with him? Now you're a bad guy. No, I look bad. When now, I leave now, a bad legacy. Here's what you are. You're selfish. Yeah. Because you had a kid when you were in your 60s. But I worry about having a kid that's going to be a menace to society. Like, how do I know? Everybody how, does. How do you, you know how you, that you're parenting your kid correctly? You do, your, you do the best you can, honestly. You do the best you can, and you hope it turns out okay. What else are you going to do? Because some of these kids end up screwing to go, oh, uh, um, yeah, because when I was a kid, my parents didn't let me have Jello, And you're like, how would I know that the, the holding, withholding Jello well, made this the, kid a lunatic? How about this one? This is extreme. There's yeah, no question. Extreme. You can you can Google this if you want. You but Google it. How about a kid left, I think it was Paris or somewhere over there. Across the pond. Yeah, the pond. Left their family and joined ISIS. Right. And the parents are distraught because he had a nice middle-class upbringing, was quote-unquote a good kid, private school, and then disappeared one day. And then he turns up with one of the worst terror groups on the planet. Right. Not in the neighborhood. On the planet. So you're right. You don't know. You just hope you're doing a good enough job. But here's the thing about what you were talking about Tony with, though. You're making it sound like 85 and you're automatically in the coffin. (laughs) 85. Dude, you're more than halfway there. Right. Do you feel like you're no. more than halfway to death already? But I think when it when it starts to go downhill, I think it goes quickly. It can go quickly if you don't keep yourself in good health. Yeah. How about Gary Player? Who's Gary Player? He was one He's of the golfer. three golfers, yes. Now, he hit one of the ceremonial tee shots at the Masters the other day. 
That dude's 79. He hit the ball 260 yards, and if you look at him, I would bet you would say no more than 50-55. Right. Because he, he's a he's a workout nut, and he good nutrition, good working out, and he's literally probably saved himself 20 years off his life. Do you think a lot of that is genes, too? I think it could be part of it, but... I mean the ones you wear. Like, does that make you look better? <laughs> What is this? Is this Twitter for radio now? What, what, what's with the jeans, and why do people put them in the washing machine? All right, going to go back to my TV dinner now and watch another rerun of Seinfeld. No, you're saying jeans play a part, but you also have to take care of yourself and eat right. Yes, <laughs> that is what I said, you idiot. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> what is the deal with jeans? What's the deal? By the way, why wa- do men stand up and urinate, and why do women sit down? I washed my jeans earlier this week. Oh, they're so stiff now. Like I can't wait till I'm about a month. I in. did not know this. Now, did you use fabric softener? I, I only recently have I stopped using fabric fabric softener. Yeah, it was still hard. Uh, yeah, as I, the people at the jeans store told me, no fabric softener. They also told me not to not to put my jeans in the dryer. But if you don't... What the hell are you supposed to do with them? They said you get one of those wooden racks you oh, get at, stop. like, Target. Oh, please. What By is this, way, 1910? Right. First of all, it would take four days to dry, <laughs> yes. and they'd be stiff as, like, a cardboard. smell. Ugh, I don't need that. I mean, gross. I'll, roll the, I'll, I'll, I'll risk having to buy jeans again in a couple years by drying them. How the hell did we go from dying in your 80s to well, <laughs> washing your jeans? You brought up Gary Player's jeans. Right, and you had a stupid comment. Right. right. No, I didn't bring up his jeans. Oh. I, you brought up his jeans. You brought up his you hereditary jeans. No, you did. Oh. I don't know how we got dumb. there. Uh, Al, I was reading as we'll move on from this close talk. I was reading that there was a coyote in the city. Now, here's the thing I don't understand. Are we talking about like Mexico City or are we talking about New York City? It was in Chelsea here in New York City. So not only is it in New York City, it's close to us. Now, would you even know the difference if you saw a coyote as opposed to a big dog? Not, uh, I, w- I would not in New York City because I would assume it was a large a dog. dog. Right. Where does this come from? I don't know. Is someone dropping this off thinking it's funny? Uh, it could have come from, uh, could it have walked and somehow crossed the Hudson River from Jersey? <laughs> what is it, God? Or Long Island. <laughs> I- I'm well, amazed. they swim. I think these uh, wild animals know how to swim. I mean, it's kind of like you live in an area where there are bears, right? I've never seen a bear, but there are bears They there. are. I've seen foxes. What would you do if you were on your small deck? Yeah. And you look down, and you saw a bear just walking around, checking out the garbage. I would probably never leave my home again, <laughs> especially at night. Like, that we leave in the middle of the night? Yeah, I know. See, like, we always talk about these shows, whether it's HGTV or whatever channels they are. I'm trying to think. The the, the Alaska show. Oh, that's on uh, National Geographic, right, not fine. Geo. Now, and these people live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, or these even these real estate. I think it's actually HGTV where it's a real estate buying up Alaska or something. And they take, like, these boats to get to this house they're going to show them where you have to, you know, go to the bathroom outside. you got to bring in your own firewood to have heat. And, oh, by the way, these chains on the window are not for burglars. They're for black bears who yeah. are around. How do you ever leave your house not knowing that there's a black bear that's there to eat your face off? Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm in an area where, where bears would be, but the condo development that I'm in that isn't really great for bears. There's not a lot of wooded area. Right. But uh, I do see deer there. I see fox there. And I and there are coyotes in the area as well. You have foxes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now, and, what do they look like? Oh, they're hot blonde girls that live next to me. They're foxes, Jerry. 
That's two. two what are, what are we two doing good today? Ones I got. What are we um, doing? They look like they're 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 kind of burnt orange color, and they're low to the ground. The girls are the foxes. These are the the animal foxes, and they have the long tails, and they move very quickly. They'll cross the street very quickly. I was talking to Russell, uh, the overnight producer, about deer, and he was telling me how smart deer are. And he said, oh, deer, they know the difference between um, uh, whether to eat a plant that's poisonous or not poisonous. I go, they don't know when they're on pavement. <laughs> they don't know when they're about to get run right. over. Right. <laughs> You're on Route 78. Get off of it. When you, Here's what deer should know by now. If you feel pavement under your feet, yeah, just, move. Also, if you see headlights, don't look. <laughs> They're really dumb. Duh. Right. <laughs> Splat. Uh, it's horror. By the way, a friend of mine actually hit a deer. Now, I'm talking, he had a big Bronco, a huge Ford yeah. Bronco, monster truck. <laughs> Damn thing totaled. It, yes. Literally, he had to get a whole new front end, which was unbelievable because he hit like this monster deer coming back from Pennsylvania one day. You know how some people can, can see their own death and that's so, like they'll. Yes. I am telling you. As You're going to get eaten by a deer? No. Oh. And this is on the podcast. It's on tape. And when it happens, y'all can run it back. I am going... A, a deer is going to cause my death. I know Why? I'm going to run over a deer or hit a deer doing 70 on Route 78 at 3 a.m. One day. one day I'm not going to come in. You're going to be like, where is Al? Oh, a, oh, yeah, I remember he brought... And then you guys can run this back. Yeah. And do moment of the day. Uh, two weeks ago on the podcast. As Al we remember, it, Al Hughes. Uh, yeah. And then have the... And then just... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then I want you all to... Um, this is a warning to the deer. Stay off of Route 78. What was the movie? Was it a Chris Farley movie where the deer was in the backseat with David (laughs) Spade? Yes. (laughs) That would be you. The deer would come flying through the windshield and just park its ass behind you. Oh, no, no. no, It was either that one or it was in, um, uh, it wasn't Planes, planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Was it? Maybe so. Maybe a little earlier than I thought. Yes. Still very funny, though. Yeah, I'm very worried about these deer. Yeah. What's my next thing? We're talking about death too much today. This is not Oh, this is another uh, kind of nature thing. So the uh, global warming is happening, people say. No, there are people who say it doesn't happen, but global warming is happening. They're saying that with global warming, the more warm the globe gets, the more spiders exist. I only say this because I see this on Twitter. A lot of girls are very afraid of spiders. That's of their number. They're. A lot of guys are too. By the way, that's their number one fear: spiders. Sure. I think that's most people's number one. Where fear. are you on spiders? You can uh, touch I a spider. Smash them. So if a spider's crawling up your arm, you're good with that. Well, what type of spider are we talking about? So a tarantula? Daddy, no, daddy long legs. That does not phase me. I'll flick it. You'll I don't, flick them right off. Does not bother me at all. A tarantula would bother you. Yes. What about these people that have a tarantula as a pet? So it's not poisonous. Would you let it crawl on you? No. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's and creepy. it's kind of creepy. They have hair. They're furry. Yeah, it's awful. Now anything any. Animal, insect, whatever the hell that's even classified as—I don't even know. That's well, the tarantula. Uh, yeah, you're right. That could—that's like a, a that's hybrid a damn mammal. For God's yeah, sake, that's a hybrid animal spider. I'm not interested in that. And I'll tell you why. John Axford, you know who he is, right? He's an, a model. Wow, this is rough. I don't know who that it's is. A rough fifteen. John minutes. Axford. Uh, he's a pitcher for the Colorado Rockies. Oh, right. As a matter of fact, his son was bitten by a uh, rattlesnake. I believe, if I've got it right. Yes. And he has had major health issues. To yeah. where Axford has taken a leave of absence to be with him. Uh, I guess the poison got in, and he, he's going to be okay. But there's issues with his uh, with his foot. I don't know if he's going to lose his foot, a toe, whatever. 
Dude, I wouldn't go near insects or animals or mammals or whatever they are. There's no way. How do you know it's not poisonous? Because the pet store guy who makes $8 an hour told me it wasn't? That's the bad thing about, you know, we talked about how nice Arizona seems to live in Arizona. They got all of those things. I'll tell you, this funny. So I went and played golf when we were in Arizona for the Super Bowl. Very nice golf course. And there were these holes all over the place. And one of the guys I'm playing with says, don't go by the holes, although you're probably fine. I said, why? What's that? He goes, well, that's where the rattlesnakes go. I'm sorry, what? Could you come again with that? He goes, but the ground is really cold right now. Uh, because it's winter and they're not going to come out. That's what you have to deal with in Arizona. Yeah, uh, Southern Cal- uh, Southern Florida, I'd be better off. Scorpions, yes, rattlesnakes. They've definitely got coyotes. Kind of never out wanted there. to leave the house, right? And what if one of those gets in the house? Well, then you're screwed. Yes, you move to where uh, a, a state that doesn't have rattlesnakes. Uh, good luck with that. A uh, last thing I have for you, Jerry is Kim Kardashian has a coffee table book coming out. I saw. Where she'll have, the coffee table book is 300 selfies of her. Aren't we done with this by now? With I Kim K? Podcast. I mean, Kim Kardashian. Um, I mean, I get Ken, this book is Kendall Jenner, out. is that her name? Her sister? Kendall Jenner, yeah. Right, she's going to be in GQ. She's going to take over the, the next look great, fine. I think Courtney Kardashian well, is, the the number, is the best of the yes. bunch. Very like, why, why are we still into Kim Kardashian? We're very interested in the Kardashians. I, I'm not, are you? Uh, I'm not personally. Do you? Did you ever watch the show? Uh, no, I've never right. seen Kardashians. All right, good. So we're in lockstep. Good. So this just kind of one got me curious. What do you have on your coffee table? You, you, everyone has a coffee table book on their coffee table. Yeah. What do you have? Uh, Curious George. Curious George. See, yeah. you have kids. It's different. We have kids books. If you were a single dude and like big my, Nate, if you were a single dude like myself, what what type of because uh, you got to put something on? Yeah, your I would have table. sports autobiographies. Yeah. It would be books I would actually pick up and read, or 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 music. But they're not supposed to be real books. They're supposed to be coffee table buy, books. I don't buy. What are we? We're Kramer now. We're going to have a coffee table book about uh, coffee tables. No, I, I whatever. I would put books I would actually read. I have a Mets coffee table book. Okay, I have so a, ro- a rock and roll coffee so it's basically table a put book. Picture book. Yeah, with the yes, like a pictorial of the Beatles. Yes, that'd That's be a, a great book. one. The Time books, you know, the yes. 20th century, great book. The Year in Photos, Guinness World Records, yeah, good book. Those no, are all I would, good. I would prefer if I lived by myself now at the age of forty-one. I would have books I would be reading or magazines, conversation pieces. Could you have be. people come over and you go, oh, you you're a Beatles fan. And then you don't have the awkwardness of so so warm outside. Hmm. What is this a? What is this, a uh, sports autobiography we have? <laughs> this reminds me of one thing that I swear we're done. In uh, 1997, I started dating this girl. It was really the first time I ever dated someone my age. She was 27. I, I was 27. <laughs> that tradition has continued. <laughs> but I'm bummed. True story. True story, Mike. True story. <laughs> So um, we went out to dinner, or we were going out to dinner, but she was coming over to my place. All right. And when she got there, she looked. She went to my coffee table and picked up my GQ. I remember um, Tiger Woods was on the cover. Okay. And I had GQ for some reason. She goes, I, she, I swear, beautiful girl, 27, I'm 27, blonde, very attractive. She picks first date, second date. Somewhere in there, she picks up this GQ and she goes, I need to use the bathroom. And took the magazine? Took a magazine. Oh, God. Date's over. Pooped in my place. Date's over. Place. With no care in the world. How many more dates are you going on? I dated her a year. You did? Yeah. I'm stunned yes, that you continued with her. I think because she she was so blatant about it. And confident. And confident. 
She would can she would Look, poop with the door open is, all oh, the time. Good lord! In the relationship, let me ask you this: a less attractive girl would that have worked for you? No, out, right. <laughs> out, out. You really are something. And and uh, where I am at this point in life with all my weirdness, doesn't matter how hot she is. Be a supermodel. Get out! <laughs> Get out! Get out! <laughs> and you take the magazine with you because it's <laughs> right. been tainted. You're throwing it at her. <laughs> all right, I gotta run. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.